Osiris. It's been a while. Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Feeling like death, though. Oh, really? Why is that? Uh, You know, just too many good after parties at Stella Blues up in New Haven. Night one was Ah, fun, ah. but night two was especially fun. Yes. Stella Blues will get you like that. Yeah. Yeah, They had had some great (laughs) bands stop in afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great bands have played there. Including the one that we don't do a podcast for. Um, it has good shows there <laughs> too, but it's a fun, it's a fun little hole in the wall in New Haven. If anybody hasn't been, still the blues. It's a, it's a mainstay down there on College Street. Gotta go. I could say from experience too, the more time you spend on at Stella Blues on Friday and Saturday, the worse you'll feel on Tuesday. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even need a day of rest. Yeah, um, I f- felt all right on Monday, but Tuesday is where it gets you. You know, Bruce, what do you think? I'm just, at this point, I'm just depressed by gravity. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Ah, Jesus. drinking a very strong sour beer for those of you at home. Hey, Kathy, thanks for tuning in. Um, All right, we got one. We've got one. Experiencing a sharp decline in listeners. It took me a while to even share the post. That's how rusty we are. From a few yeah, weeks off. Yeah. Been, actually, yeah. it's, it's been a minute. Spam and goose, you know. Welcome back, y'all. Um, welcome back to the Great Beyond Live Nighttime Edition. Thank you for tuning in. Summer tour is in full swing. Had a trio of really, really solid shows. Um, had a lot of fun this weekend. Learned a lot about ourselves. And we are beyond live. Right now, I did not. Um, so we've got a guest coming in um, around halfway through the show. He's going to recap a little bit of the weekend with us. The illustrious Matt Perry, Eyes of the Wood creation. So we are going to have a chance for all of you to win probably the best giveaway we've ever given away. Um, and I'm going to pass it off and let somebody else talk. All right. Well, <clears throat> like usual. We're going to be doing some show recaps today. I don't know if we have anything else to talk about from this weekend. I went to one of the Goose shows. Couldn't manage to. Um, Surprise. It's a, sad, it's a sad and embarrassing weekend for me. But I did shoot one of the better for all rounds I've shot in many years at Cranberry Park on Sunday. So Memorial Day weekend was a win for me. What did you shoot, Doug? Um, it was three over on that course. It's a hard course. One of the, you know, one of the best courses in the Northeast, if anybody's around. Norwalk, Connecticut, Cranberry Park, great course. But yeah, I shot three over with a, a big group of fellas, the boys. It was good. It was a good time. It was a nice out. An uh, assortment of chaps. Yeah. And then I slept most of uh, Monday. So that was a 
good good weekend. How about you, Joey? Yeah. Tell us about your uh, stay at the La Quinta. Palatial La Quinta. Oh, the La Quinta. Yeah, Ooh. me. Oh. <laughs> me, no, Miles, Joey was Elizabeth. upgrading to the La Quinta. <laughs> That's it. I did upgrade from a blow-up couch on a floor from Sweetwater to an actual bed. Half of a, I believe it was a double bed. Um, Hard to tell. I ran into went up. It could it could be a mid size between a twin and a double. You never really know. Did no joke. Like the sink was breaking every like hour. Every time someone went in there, a little piece of the sink fell off. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know. Standard New Haven stay. We would uh, drive by the New Haven hotel and just dream of better days. Uh, I love the don't Stay together forever, though. Anyway, no. you know yeah. they deteriorate. Just they're not because of calcium buildup in the water. That's why they're called so, you know, I don't blame the La Quinta for that. Uh, it sounded it sounds nice. Though. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it seems like the move for the future. Like it's pretty close to the venue. Very close to the train station, which is nice on Sunday morning when you're just don't want to move at all and you know two minute uber to the train yeah yeah exactly picked up a new variant of covid at the la quinta i I think i invented a new variant of covid (laughs) oh nice inside of your body that's a good yeah yeah a mix of wook flu and uh (laughs) whatever was on those sheets uh but what i like about it what i like about the la quinta like What's that? the fact that they don't upgrade the sinks or really anything at <laughs> Lucky New Haven, that baby's recession proof. I mean, we're doing it's like $89.99 standard nights, weekends, holidays, anytime minutes, sink or not. Like, you're not paying more deal. than that. Yeah, were you telling deal. me there was like a Greek place you would oh, get yeah. like cocktails? Yeah, the, the I was olive. looking for it. I, I didn't see it. Wow. Mm. I could I see have been a victim of the pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah, I could see it not being open. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. many cups of ouzo there. Um, all right, so <laughs> we got a lot to dig into. Not a lot of time. We're losing listeners by the minute as we explain how sinks work. We barely so got any um, to begin with. Yeah, keep well, them. <laughs> none of this is surprising to us. Let's talk about these shows. Um, so Friday night, Gooseman, there. Spectacular return to the Westville Music Bowl to kick Red off. Red Rocks of the East, as many tour. call it. Make, a, make was, a noise in the chat if you were there. I thought that was um, uh, Camden was the Red Rocks of the East. No, or that's the Gorge. <laughs> the Gorge. Camden is most like certain. Yeah, I don't. We can't even <laughs> say that about. We're not going to say that about Camden. That's much too nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, yep, the Red no, Rocks Westville. of the East. Restful of the Red Rocks of the East. It's crazy. Um, great little venue, though. I'm so happy. It's it's so close to home. Make a noise in the chat if you were there. There we go. Scott was there. Thank you, Scott. Oh, Blake right was on, there Scott. as well. Russo was there. I, I know Greg was there. Yeah. Um, oh. So, Bruce, kick us off with set one from Friday. All right, so set one. I mean, the obviously. The show that you did go to, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, the show that I did go to and, and still ver- barely remember. But the uh, set one kicking off with Atlas. I um, love an Atlas opener. You know, they don't pull that out that often anymore. It wasn't something I was thinking I would end up seeing. So definitely happy with that. Um, kept it pretty tight, but uh, I, I, I'm never will. I love hearing Atlas. They can play it kind of as much as they want. They played it so much for years. It's kind of good that they put it on the back burner, but it's a great way to open the show. Uh, and then especially going right into Flowdown. 
you know. So it's just a good one-two punch to open that that first set and get the band warmed up, I think. Floodown was kind of standard too, though. Um, but but they played it good. They sounded good. You know, it was nice to hear that their first show back kind of they, you know, I say kind of because they've been playing with some of their um other outfits and and they've been recording so it's not like they haven't been kind of practicing together and and, and with their other bands so they came in sounded pretty good at westville I was happy to hear that and, and definitely a good start high energy start fantastic yeah i mean it was i, I love that one two punch atlas flow down well yeah. i like that one punch classic atlas tour opener last time yeah. played i believe <laughs> i hope ryan storms here uh, i believe last uh, time played was um 126.22 at the Marquee Theater in Arizona. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I, I just love a summertime Atlas. I remember last spring, um, they held off for a bunch of shows and put Atlas at the top of uh, every set list. I think people were trying to kind of look at the top of every set list. Um, if yeah. you could see them on the camera for Fantasy Goose. Shout out to Fantasy Goose and Russo. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, alas, great start. Um, Bruce, take us into Dr. Darkness, the story oh, written about Dr. Darkness. Dr. Darkness, funny thing is people saying it sounded like House of the Rising Sun. When I first heard it, I guess I just wasn't listening that, that closely to the intro of the song. And you really hear it then. And it, it's, I noticed at Westville, it was like, man, it really does sound a lot like that to open. But um, but then it you know it changes up a little bit. I love the way – I love the lyrics to that song. Um, and it's just kind of a good – you know, it was another standard, but it, it's, um, it's, it's got a good vibe to it. Still kind of keeps the energy up a little bit, but gets a little vibey. So um, got to love Dr. Darkness. Rick sounds great on that also. It's like right in his wheelhouse for singing a song like that, a classic rock style song. So um, got to love it. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, shout out to every single one of you that came up and said hi to us Great Beyond hosts, except for, you know, well, me and Bruce, at least Joey definitely actively avoids us in public. Um, but uh, post Dr. Darkness pancakes, first smoke and jam of the summer. Joey, what do you think? I mean, the crowd, it took they were a little excited, going a little too quick for Peter. He was trying to slow us down, and then Ben kind of caught us, you know, back in the mix. I don't, I feel like it would be cool if Peter didn't raise his hands, and then Ben just started like clicking on the on the rim of the stair, and like that was the cue for the audience to come in. But I like the whole like raising your hands and you know doing the jazz hands for a little bit. Going to Peter so, pretty hard right now. Julie. No, I'm just saying like, oh, it like you're people about it. No, well, clearly the audience down. doesn't yeah. pay attention to <laughs> his pace. So when I'm looking at his hands and clapping slower than everyone else, I feel weird. Put your hands down. Yeah, that's why they needed somebody in New Haven accurately commanding what to do with your hands. I'll just say yeah. that. Um, the time yeah. the edge is when you're hearing it repeatedly from Greg on stage. And, and you know, we can, we're going to talk a little bit more about this when we talk about night two, because there were certainly some movements prompted by the band. I'm thinking Redbird uh, that we just need to dig into. Um, but uh, body movements aside, good pancakes good was tight. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. It always I, is. Definitely, uh, definitely. It's definitely the first standout of the night for sure. And and it is always Jemima. good. Jesus, man. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on quickly from that before anyone notices. Seekers one and two, boom, boom, bang, bang. That's a one-two punch I really like. Um, yeah, flawless that's execution. a good. That's a good spot for them too. Like you know, sometimes I can think 
and 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 this started to happen after they've played it a bit because like I love those two songs and people started to mention how it feels a little slow in certain set lists and at certain times. So I think after that monster pancakes, like putting it in you know somewhat of the middle towards the end of the first set, it's good good timing for for that pairing too. That wasn't a short stack, that pancakes. Oh, no. <laughs> Flapjacks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, Seekers is one of those songs that takes me a while. It's one of those, like, Travelers, Elmeg, like, it takes me a little mm-hmm. while to figure out which song it is. And then, I mean, it's really until it busts into part two that I can confidently say, oh, yeah, that was Seekers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm just, definitely, I'm just a bad goose fan, maybe. You know, sue me. Mm, naming. Yeah. Too busy using your hands. Yeah. So, <laughs> Secret 1 and 2, like, re- I thought, like, really just fantastic, flawless, really well done. Um, closing out the the set with a fan favorite hot tea. I believe the only repeat of the weekend. I could definitely be wrong about that. No, I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but that, that hot tea was good, though. You know, and it was, it was just like that, that set was, you know, I think a solid opener at the time. I was just like, you know, I besides pancakes, that hot tea, I, you know, they could do, they could jam out some other songs definitely as good as they do hot tea. And I think maybe we've, you know, seen too many hot teas, but it was a good one. It was it a was. very good one. And, and, and to close out the first set is, is good. Better than closing out the second set again. There was there was one point I forgot if it was set one or set two. It might have been early set two where I swear the wind gusts. I saw Russo brought up the wind and it smelled like pancakes. Like I don't know if anyone else in the crowd felt that, but me and Kieran both looked at each other and we're like, "Do you smell fucking pancakes right now?" Hmm. It wasn't during pancakes though. It was like well after it. I don't know. Joey had a lot of sunset lakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. had a hot plate right out in the middle of the field and just were grilling. Didn't just no. flapping flapjacks no. right there. They just got the right. anchor in, you know? Whatever. Um, Set two. I don't know. It Joey, happens. Joey, I guess yeah. New Haven's down home. It I happened. Guess. I swear yeah. to God it happened. Like something else happened yeah. that I'll bring up later that people told me I was crazy, but it was confirmed by other people. Like an old cracker socials. barrel right there in Westfield. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we, we almost went to that cracker barrel. There's a New cracker ha- barrel in New Haven? In New Haven, apparently. Whoa, yeah, we were really? looking up places to eat. Someone brought up cracker barrel. We were like, no way. I was just joking. Okay. I didn't think there was a cracker barrel within 25 miles of New Haven. <laughs> I didn't think so either. Yeah. Oh. Jeez. What's oh, next? Thank you. Who needs, who needs uh, a pizza? Just go to cracker barrel. I'm not um, sure that's the first cracker barrel I would go to, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. it would certainly be the last. Um, shout out to Russo. <laughs> good point. These flavors, or I'm sorry, these scents could have easily been new flavors of Bar. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bar. Okay. Yes. The uh, new yeah. Goose sponsored brand. Um, Definitely looking for griddle cake flavored vapes. <laughs> <laughs> cake and bake, baby. Um, <laughs> set two. <laughs> Setu, Setu, um, whole bunch of classics for um, yeah. for those of y'all who have been around here for a while, <laughs> dealing with uh, <laughs> dealing with folks like us. Opener was Madavan. Yeah, and the way they introed it, I thought it might have been a funk Yuvon. Mm. Like you know, the slow funky Madavan. I know. I've dream. I've been yeah. Waiting a long time to hear it, but they won't fucking play it when I'm there. Well, I mean, you keep shouting at Peter about the hand stuff, and they're not going to play it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess it's yeah, it's my own fault. They're Next, vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could, I could, I could say some rough shit about that funky Von, but you know, I'm going to be nice. 
I'm mad. I had a rough day at work. <laughs> oh, I like that. Well, the Quinta got you charged up. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Look at this. Sir. Joey's the edgy one here. Um, yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> does that make me the heartthrob? Uh, all right. So, Madhavan, classic Madhavan, great jam, good set to opener. I just think Westville's a different place when the sun goes down. Like, I wish that the curfew was not. Yeah. What is it? 10? 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the early curfew's kind of nice. Like, obviously, now. I'm an older fan, but you know, I stay up late, you know, I kick it with the guys and, but it's like, I just think that that 10 o'clock is really early and it's weird to have to play half your show kind of in the early evening, almost late afternoon. And then the other half, like, yeah, when it gets dark, but um, they definitely picked it up a notch noticeably. Um, And obviously, like you said, kicking it off with Montevon, it does. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to think that they're like deeply into set one before Jeopardy's on. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm watching on my to phone too, yeah. trying to answer questions, trying to listen to the show. <laughs> um, yeah, but you get uh, home yeah, in time for 2020. Um, so yeah, so I, was, I was talking to Sam too after night one, asking him if there was like a uh, sounds limit too for the venue, and he was saying, "Yeah, because I remember like set one, people were saying like it sounds kind of yeah. quiet, and I think it's just no testing, muscle, like yeah. all right, yeah, like how loud can we get here." Um, you know, yeah. people could whisper to each other on the floor and you could like hear them. Um, but Definitely. it seemed like at least I don't want to jump ahead, but like set two, night two, like it, it kind of worked itself out. I had no complaints about the sounds after that. Well, plus on the floor, I think the sound's pretty good for like a lot of venues on the floor at Westville, especially for outside. But yeah. The speakers are still going over your head. So yeah. inevitably, you know, it's going to be a little bit quieter down there, but um, it's good to hear that they kind of sorted it out a little bit more for the second Jump. Bruce, what's oh, on yeah. the menu, my boy? <laughs> oh, dude, sorry. Sorry, everybody on the podcast. Yeah, I got to eat these good. Szechuan jump dumplings that I nuked to hell before. So the, you know, the noodle, <laughs> the wonton around them is a little, a little chewy. Yeah, I feel that. Anything could be happening in my air fryer um, at the moment, but who knows? We'll figure it out after the episode. Um, <laughs> Bruce, on fire yes. today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so creatures, second song of set two. We're really, really expeditious here. We're moving today fast. Um, <laughs> creatures is bomb. Yeah, creatures. Was Bruce, bomb. you got an audible sigh. Um, yeah, creatures. I and it was a positive a sigh. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Added so many sighs. There are many different types of sighs that I'm going to be letting out, and that was a positive one. I'm always happy to hear size. creatures, obviously. Second set creatures, you know, give that to me all the time, really. So, and and plus, it was a good one. They uh, they kicked off the jam in a good spot, and uh, and then I thought it, you know, and then how it led into the end of pancakes. It was so funny to me because I'm I'm standing there with some friends and obviously fish fans and stuff, and uh, I'm telling you, dude, that the end of towards the end of that creatures into pancakes was just. Wolfman's brother. And I and I told Rick yeah. after the show, I was glad that you finished Wolfman's brother, but you can't lie to <laughs> the crowd and pretend it's pancakes by dropping the end of pancakes in there. Don't <laughs> you. You're not yeah. like fooling anyone. Everybody already knew you covered Wolfman's. You finished it. It sounded great. <laughs> you know, and then pancakes, yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> not tricking anybody. But it was a good try. I appreciate the effort. Fire wolf cakes. Anyway. Um, wolf cakes, I like that, yeah. Oh, nice. 
Joey, tell us a little bit about your experience with Wisteria Lane, aka the theme song of this ragtag group of swashbuckling <laughs> podcasters. Um, I mean, and and this is no disrespect. As soon as I started, it is my job oh, to to go to the bathroom. Just because I know, all right, I can get this portion. I know I can make it to the bathroom. Most people aren't going to the bathroom during that song. True. So I know I can go quick, get back for the jam, which I do every time. Uh, but, and, you know, it's late in set too. You know, I, I re- I've been holding that in for a, a while. Isn't this riveting? Uh, but yeah, no. And then, you know, people, every time they sing The Great Beyond, someone makes a terrible joke at my expense. So, nice, you know. Dude. That's uh, but, uh, hey, Joey. We need to get you angry every every episode. <laughs> this is much better Pedro. for me, obviously. This is this is what happens when I spend <laughs> like you know thirty six to forty eight hours with our friend Kieran. Rubs oh, yeah. off on me. Hey, Kieran. Oh, shout out to Kieran. Um, but shout out to the little Quinta because <laughs> that shit toughened Joey up. Joey's out here throwing punches nonstop about wisteria, about Peter. They're not punches. I like it. I no. like it. I am a fan. <laughs> to be yeah, by your shirt, I, I could tell you like it. Well, I, you know, they're questionable. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um, so we closed we out the second set of the tour opener with. Same old shenanigans. What yeah. do you think? I mean, Folks. Good. Yeah, I mean, I thought so. I just thought the whole second set was great, um, especially for the tour opener show. It made sense that the first set they were trying to get a feel for things and get into some things. And I think even the first set went pretty well. You know, you got that huge pancakes jam and the hot tea was great. Um, and got an Atlas opener. So there's not much to complain about. But you could tell it was kind of like a lot of standard versions of songs pretty much and um and just you could feel the, them getting warmed up the second set was great you know and you can't yeah. go that whole creature at the pancakes is sick um you know Madhavan obviously like you said a great way to open sos great way to close just a lot of hits in that in that second set as far as that goes and then great great encore too another big song can't believe his song's new kind of to the arsenal because it's i like, know isn't it crazy rockdale feels like it's been here forever at this point yeah yeah it does it really does and i love it i love the freaking song and i love the end of that song cannot get enough the end of that that singing end of that song where they yeah. just drop down it's so good yeah um, and what about uh we, we haven't talked about getty's new light rig yet oh <sighs> I mean, that guy, like every single show, he's like the MVP for me. Sick and twisted. Oh, God. He's not, he's incredible, incredible talent. And dude, and plus, that's another thing about Westville is, you know, you can be tasteful behind the band when it's still light out for sure. Um, but yeah, you certainly miss a whole set, if, if you will, of, of Getty, um, when you're, when you're going there for that. So that is a, you know, that is something of a downside a little bit, but certainly at night, Getty ripped it up. That's yeah, and there was even at Sweetwater, like they played during the day, and like every other light show I saw during the day, like you barely noticed it. But there's something about his lights that like can cut through daylight. Even I don't know if it's just like the style that he does, or like he has that extra intensity on the lights. The haze also helps. It's in the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all Uh, wrist action. Was that was that night one where he like busted the smoke to the point where like it looked like the whole band disappeared for a second? Yeah. Was that night one? Did it? Uh, was, yeah, I was, he did it both nights, yeah. really. Um, yeah, great question cool. from Dean Carlson. What was added to the setup? Um, you asked three dudes who have no knowledge of 
lining tech, uh, but definitely the tech. line, the line bar things, the line through, bars. Yeah. I thought the they line. were going to start spinning at some point, but like the angles they would do were like cool enough. And the fact that they were different angles. Mm. Uh, maybe like, Amy in the chat can, can, uh, affirm this circus of lights. Uh, Amy knows the lights very well. Also, yes. her branded goods, including, uh, hoodies and t-shirts made with Getty's light designs. Thank uh, you. Circus of light for sending that to light. us. Yeah, they're cool. I'd be wearing them now, or I'd be sweating. In yeah. This. <laughs> um, but yeah, yes, they these are quite light, 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 light arm things, the long, long guys. Um, good, added some lights at the top, too. Multicolored. Yeah, yeah more of those circle, the circle know. ones with like the bunch <laughs> of different lights in the middle that this he can is, make the smiley the faces with. Terrible. This is terrible analysis. Although, yeah, this is, I, those I think this is a sign we should just have him on and explain to us what these lights are. <coughs> oh, for oh, sure, hundred percent. We should have somebody on that knows what they're talking about. Oh, definitely. And uh, why don't we pills, have somebody are, yeah. on who can chat with us? So we're going to introduce our special guest right now. Our special guest was there for night two, so hopefully, our special guest can help us expeditiously. Recap night two. Um, so I'm going to do a quick intro. Special guest is Matt Perry. If you saw any photos of me, your boy, rocking a fresh wooden goose sign, kind of like Flavor Flav, Flavor Goose, Goose Flav. Um, that was made by hand by Matt Perry in this workshop where he's broadcasting live from. Uh, Matt was in the U.S. Army and learned to make things by hand with every resource available. He's an excellent woodworker who makes a lot of custom stuff. And uh, he's an all-around amazing dude. So let's bring in Matt. Ladies and gentlemen, in the chat, applause for Matt Perry. Hey. Ooh, look at that workshop, man. Look at that Ooh. workshop. Damn. Hey, How you That's doing, Matt? Setup. Doing pretty good. Got a sick yeah. mic, too. Jeez. I got something to say about La Quinta. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let us know. They, they kind of effed me over with my wedding a couple weeks ago and all my guests. So oh, that wasn't fun. Oh, what, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I had a wedding block set up and uh, the, you know, a day before the wedding, they, they called me up and they were like, oh, we, we need a credit card number. Like, um, why? <laughs> <laughs> um. It's so, like, I know, I know why. <laughs> I just I, gave his credit card numbers I too. Up, you know, <laughs> I ended up smoothing it all over. But that La Quinta in New Haven is a little, a little special. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is no, it's yeah. a special place. With it's a lot of it's funny Joey's <laughs> in a special mood today. You know, that's my, that's my yeah. reasoning. So. so, Matt, thanks I for helping us today. Let's talk about all the good. Uh, that's going on here. Um, we want to hear a little bit more about you, a little bit more about some of your work, because uh, it's absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah. for some context, those of you who have been, again, listening to our nonsense for a long time, you may have seen um, some of Matt's signs hanging up uh, at various different groups events, including Bingo Tour right behind uh, myself and Bruce Broadcasting. If you look above his left shoulder, you may see a goose sign there, too. Um, so Matt, tell us a little bit more about how you got into woodworking uh, and where it's led you. So um, I basically got my background um, from my mentor, also named Matt, uh, from the yeah. Army. Uh, he kind of put me on this path, uh, taught me the ways of woodworking. 
And then, uh, you know, as a civilian, it became a bit of a hobby for me. And I, I enjoyed just making things in general. Um, uh, I originally made a very nice thing for Eggy. These guys right here. Love Eggy. Good friends of the podcast. Oh, yes. See you on Thursday. Yep. And uh, so I made them a pretty cool sign. And then from there, uh, got in touch with the Goose guys because I wanted to make something nice for them as well. And uh, started talking with Peter. And uh, basically locked down this uh, design concept. Woo! Yeah. Right there. That wonderful cursive logo that yep. everybody yeah. loves. So we decided on using cherry wood with a, a cherry stain, and then uh, I, I coated them all in epoxy. But um, the, uh, sorry, the baseline is that uh, I I made the original sign as a gift for the band, and okay, and then they liked it so much that they asked me to make fifty more. <laughs> I was wondering and, how big that run was, and so I I made fifty more by hand. Um, this thing on the wall, I, I can't, I can't get the angles right. Yeah, uh, no, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's my mass. That's my master stencil, is what I call it. So that's the one that okay. I use. So whenever I make a goose sign, that's what I use to lay out the design, and then I, I cut it all out with a jigsaw. Jeez, how long did that take you? Fifty. Ooh, gosh, uh, it takes. Takes uh, when all things are said and done uh, about two hours per sign. Ooh, so, wow, yeah, all right, 100, 100 hours. Well, that's a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good chunk that's of time. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it's about as many. That's as much time as Bruce spends um, whittling through comments every day. In no, uh, hundred hours no. a day. Um, I would, I would oh be my. crying right now if that was the case. <laughs> no, so I, you know, you, I mean. Like this takes a bunch of time, and we know you've got a day job too. You got a lot on your plate. You just got married. Congratulations! Yeah, congrats, um, But you know, tell us a little bit more about how um, how this passion's grown. Like, I think uh, little birdie tells me that the past couple of years have kind of given me an opportunity to to work a little bit more on it. Yeah. So I, I honestly like COVID. COVID kind of fucked with everybody in yeah, a way. Still, it still is. Yeah. Yeah. And it still is, but, um, it, it really was honestly like a, a time for me to expand and, and grow as an artist. Um, so I, I originally embarked on the endeavor of making, you know, goose signs for the band, like just prior to COVID hitting. Mm. And then, and then once COVID, you know, was just sinking into everybody's lives, um, it gave me an opportunity to spend more time in my workshop and do more uh, creative projects. And uh, I also made a lot of cool uh, connections in the music community as well. Yeah. So what are the kind of bands are you working with now? Are you still making kind of, are you still making merch for anybody or any projects on the, on the timeline? So I've, I've been working with Eggy, um, you know, around the same time frame. Uh, I make stuff for them here and there. Uh, I made okay. some, made some cool stuff for Karina Reichman. Awesome. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Hey. Another Osiris podcaster. <laughs> and yeah. she happens to be a pretty good musician. As well. yeah. Oh, oh, my God. She, <laughs> she, like, she blew my mind at Peach Fest in, in 2021. Yeah. Like, came out and she had me moshing. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great bass uh, player for sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, I I have I have eyes to make things for other bands in the scene. Um, kind of uh, I leave it up to a surprise factor. Whenever I'm ready to do it, I make things and I just kind of shove it in their faces. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's, that's what you do with the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we do. So, so I mean, the work is incredible. And uh, I got a lot of compliments on it um, once you passed it off to me on night two. Um, you know, heavy, heavier than I expected, not going to lie. And you said, you got to wear it the whole show. I was like, damn, man, this is so heavy. Uh, so not a lot of moving my not a lot of moving my head around, which is just the way that I normally dance. Um, but thank you so much for putting it together for us. You know, we're gonna we're gonna give it away today. I've got a good trivia question. Um, but you came out to the Saturday show, and um, as far as I know, it was your first time on the GI floor at Westville. How was that experience? Yeah. So. Um... I will admit, uh, when I handed off the sign to you, I actually broke my sunglasses. Um, and, uh, so that was the thing, but it's okay. I, I was still able to wear them with one arm on the side of my face the rest of the night. Um, I think I can reimburse them. (laughs) You can just make yourself new ones, right? Yeah. Honestly, I I found that pair of sunglasses at Fred Fest anyway. So, oh, excellent. Okay. But, um, Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, I went to both of the Westville shows, uh, last year, but in the stands and was not allowed to sneak down in general admission. So I was kind of like sitting there like, Oh gosh, I want to be down there with all my friends. Yeah. So this time around was amazing. Like had such a fun time just hanging out down there. It's like, it's a much different experience being on the ground. Um, like. The, the community of people that have grown around Goose is just, like, astounding. Like, yeah. it, feel, it feels, like a, feels like a family reunion every time I go to a Goose show. Yeah, yeah it really does. It does for us as well. Um, especially at Westville, too, and it's our home turf. You know, it's nice to it's, – it's really nice to have that venue as our sort of home turf for an outdoor summer show. And that floor, I will never – I never stand on the floor – these days, unless I have to, and that floor at Westville is one of the floors I, I go for. I like will only go GA there, partly because that AstroTurf is so comfortable under your feet, so nice to dance on. But you know, just like we were talking about, the sounds pretty good for that floor. It doesn't blast you out, but it's pretty clear, um, and it's just so much fun. It's such a fun vibe down there. You know, you're you're right there connected to the tunnels to go outside and to hit the drinks and stuff. So it's like it's just so sweet. Yeah, yeah Gino, my home turf is Comstock, yes, specifically. But um, I, I can also play tennis at Westville if I try. Sure. I mean, sure. Bring, bring the, bring the uh, freaking, I don't even know uh, what to call them. A couple rackets, dude. The, the rackets, make yeah. Make me a couple wooden rackets. rackets. Yeah, we're, you know? only, we're yeah. only bringing them if you make them. I don't know. If sure. I don't know what they're called, I don't know if I can make them. No, nah, <laughs> you got it. No, you got it. They, they did that shit years ago. You can easily do that. Fun story, though. This thing right here above my head. Uh, yeah. That uh, it, used, yep, yep. used to belong to Jeff, because um, oh, I was a tambourine. Mod- yeah, it was Jeff's tambourine. I was modifying it for him, and then I fucking broke it. Uh, um, so uh, I ended up buying him a new tambourine and modifying it in the same way. <laughs> um, and so now I just have Jeff's tambourine hanging around. I actually broke it twice. 
So, um, nice. What, uh, what what modifications are you making to a tambourine? Uh, I put a handle grip on it so that he's comfortable when he's shaking. So I give it a little, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a nice, like molded handle. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but little finger loops in there to comfortably fit. We don't want Jeff's gentle palms to be. You know, to be too roughed up from the hard edges of the tambourine. I do understand that. So I mean, it's it's a, it's a stressful job to have, you know? Oh, so. it is. He's hitting all kinds of shit with his hands. So you, you yeah. got to protect your hands you gotta, somewhere. Yeah, you got to yeah. keep those calluses down. Oh, definitely. That's right. Protect Jeff at all costs. <laughs> so so let's um let's talk let's talk about the show because uh, I think Saturday night was uh, was an awesome show, um, and. Shout out to Mother Nature for not raining on us much. Um, yeah. But set one, you know, like I said, so we're gonna we're gonna dig into set two. But set one, um, drive California magic, old man boat to start out the show. What did you think coming out of the gates, Matt? Honestly, uh, my my favorite song of that set was Turn Clouds. Oh yeah, personally, mm-hmm. I mean that was the later, maybe even the last song of the set, but. Uh, I personally, I, I love turn clouds and old man's boat also love it. Yep. Um, Great new but song, yeah. it just, yeah. uh, I, I don't know between turn clouds and then I, I don't want to dip in the second set yet, but like that into the mist in the second set. Oh yeah. Was you know what? Let's just go to the second set. Let's go <laughs> into the <laughs> mist. Yeah. Let's just do it. You know, drive <laughs> California medic boat clouds. <laughs> Honeybee was great. Love it. Yeah, it was a really good honeybee. Um, surprisingly awesome. Really re like invigorated my love for bees of all types. And then Empress. I love bees. Um, Joey, just before, we're going to set too, but Joey, how did you feel yeah. like the clapping went on Empress? On Empress? <laughs> it went well. The people know Empress. They know because they feel it before the clapping part starts. So people are already in it, man. And it's pretty easy. You know, it's not like a complicated stash where you're dealing with triplets. You know, people, you can get quarter notes for this crowd. Also felt like rain that day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. And it, but it was. Yeah. It always feels better singing that line when it's supposed to rain or like currently is raining. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's good when it's not, though. Yes. <laughs> it's nice. Sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You say there's a 50% chance of rain today. And I say, I, and I say, what a day. Oh, I hope it does it. Yeah. I'd say that's highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, okay, finally, we've stumbled through this and we are at set two Redbird. Okay, so a lot of chit chat about Redbird on socials. Is it good? Is it not good? Are we burning? Are we straight burning? Um, regardless, this was a fire, fire Redbird, fire jam. Very, very well executed song structure. My question for all of you, we'll start with Bruce, we'll do Matt, then we'll do Joey. Actually, we'll start with Joey, then we'll do Matt, then we'll do Bruce. Um, oh. is, <laughs> what He's do you think about Joey now. Yeah, I'm scared. Joey's been out like <laughs> What yeah. do you think about <laughs> Ben's about Ben's bird-like movements? During the vocals section, Joey, tell me first. I mean, to keep it the theme, I feel embarrassed for him. Frankly, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I love it. No, I, I love it. And uh, I, so I snuck up to the rail for set two. Thank you, Tamara, and all my friends on the rail for letting me stay there. Um, and Sam stopped by. I think she was there during Redbird. And the fact that, like, Butter, I'm like, we got Ben's two, you know, greatest hits right there. The weirdness. 
Um, yes. But like, I I don't know. Don't I don't like his moves. Yeah, like everyone seems to like it. For yeah. a guy in a bird band, it definitely it definitely seemed like you can't. Yeah. And the the I facial mean, expressions really get into it too. Cord, yeah. Foul band. <laughs> Matt, Matt, <laughs> thoughts on thoughts on Ben on Ben's bird like gesture. Ah. Well, here's the thing. I love Ben, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, that song, in particular, I think it's a great freaking song. It, it hits home for me in many ways. My my mother has been perpetuating Cardinals as like a as like a sign for years now, um, just of love and you know friend friendship, whatever you want to call it. But my grandfather passed away right around when the band released Redbird for the first time, mm-hmm. and like that was like Redbird was like his reincarnation. Like mm. when he passed away, a cardinal came to the windowsill. They hadn't seen a cardinal in weeks, and he sat there for like an hour. Um, <clears throat> that song has pretty heavy meaning to me. I I freaking love it. So if Ben wants to flap his wings, then just have at it, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> I love that. That is excellent. <laughs> it's um, a great song. I love it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we were, we're we're straight burden here at the podcast. So yeah, we're burdened. We're burdened. Uh, yeah. So another another Ben Acken classic joint, uh, butter rum, followed up. Uh, turbo rum, big jam. Uh, fast rum, kind of like rum. that old uh, Covington rum from six to twenty eighteen. I think it was either the first show or the second show. But it was, I like they never play it like that. It's like a fast rocker in those cases, and less appropriated if if you know what I mean. So it's like <laughs> you know it's. <laughs> All I know is that Joey probably had to throw that back on when he was on the uh, New Haven <laughs> coastline at La Quinta <laughs> with a ice cold mojito. Joey, what do you think about yeah, that butter rum? Like I'm drinking mojitos. I was drinking Miller Lights, and that's pretty much it at the La Quinta. Uh, no, I loved lattes, it. I Miller lattes, and baby. Honestly, the coolest <laughs> thing was because uh, we've heard and. You know, a couple uh, interviews that Ben can't sometimes reach his mic to sing the part. So Peter just walked over, helped him out a little bit, just brought the mic right in front of his face. And like, right. dude, the crowd was on the echoing butter run back to the band. Like, that's uh, excellent. You know. Excellent. Yeah. 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 That was, um, that that's was, you get I from mean, the hometown crowd there. And Peter, Peter also, right. Peter's solo was awesome. Like that little walk around the, um, the stage solo with some delay. Nice I, like, I like that little shake. That was very Peter. He's got He's a very, shake. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a shake these days, you know. So, um, <laughs> awesome rum, awesome rum, and then we've got Echo Verose. Uh, I personally love this version. Fast Echo. Echo, fast Echo, but it's not just fast. Yeah, it also has those groovy vibes. Those I carry the island vibe. Um, Matt, what do you think about Echo? Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's It's got like a nice Caribbean island vibe to it. And it's like, you don't think of it when you think of the song title. Like, oh, Echo of a Rose. But like, every time you hear it come on, it's like, oh, back in, yeah. I feel like I'm a, I'm on the beach right now. Yeah. Getting down. Yeah. Um, Dude, wh- when are they going to awesome. do? When are they going to do that, um, like the finished Echo of a Rose, where they do that like layered harmony at the ends where they're like going up? You know what I'm talking about? Echo, Echo. Echo. Probably not until like yeah. the next time they play in Nor- the 
regular version of Echo, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. That's supposed to be the ending for that. But like with that, um, yeah, with that like fast jam too. I feel like it would fit. Yeah, but you know, it's cool. They haven't done that in a while. I wonder when the last time they did that was. I don't know if you can find it on Yeah, um, no, I'm not sounds looking, like you're gonna, gonna have to do it now. No, no we don't right. do that. We don't. If do only that. there was a website. We don't prefer <laughs> like that. Archive. <laughs> Yeah, if only the band listened to us uh, or our podcast. So let's talk about what we want to talk about, which is the Into the Mist. First Mist that was finished since 1117. City, aka the Truman Show. Matt, what do you think? Sorry. Sorry, I I busted that one open. My bad. No, Um, no, no. I was super excited about that one. Like, uh, I I wasn't sure if it was Creatures when they were introing it. Like uh, I was trying to figure it out because I'm usually pretty good at picking the songs out, but then like a lot intro. of people though Similar the creatures intro. mist yeah. thing happens to everyone. Yeah. But then like when they <laughs> dropped in into the mist, like it was, I I know it like Fourth of July fireworks. It, I don't know yeah. what to call it. Like that yeah. that was yeah. that was the song of the night for me. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with Into the Mist second set. It absolutely cannot. And then, like, just like Creatures, although they share a similar vibe in a, in, in some ways, there's still these these different different. I love these songs. I don't want to say masterpieces, but they're incredible songs. Like, I never get tired of hearing either of them. And second set is where you want to see it play, especially late in the set like that. Especially after they're on fire, jamming some stuff out already. Um, that's always bodes well. But yeah, you no. know how, how many people are still getting that raw no creatures and mist. It's funny it shows oh, people man. always botch that call, and it's really funny. I'm curious yeah, though, but, why why don't they play it more often? Is that just like the special one, or do, is it difficult? I, very special to me. <laughs> like I don't know, dude. Rick wants to play indie songs now, and we we, we got to get <laughs> Joey to you know come back, you know, be our muscle and. What's up with these? Yeah, Joey, you got to talk. Where's it in man. the mist, baby? Come no, on, yeah, yeah, I saw muscle, them Saturday. Here now. Yeah, saw also, them Saturday, need, I crumbled. Somebody's got to buy Ben an e drum if he's not going to do it himself. Because oh, there no, are creatures God. jams and mist jams. That, <clears throat> God, it would be so nice get a couple thunderclaps in there, you know. But anyway, that's an. an we, I can go on for that Dude, for a while. So, so not gonna do that. was it was it mist or dripfield? Where again, Getty like. Yeah, once the sun goes down, it's just the MVP. But like Getty had the two green angular lights like focus in on Rick, like right. It was, was all drip. black. That was Dripfields. Okay, was drip so fields. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I had the distinct pleasure of standing right behind Getty. Actually, probably uncomfortably close to him uh-huh. as he was uh, doing lights <laughs> for Dripfield. And man, that guy's an incredible, incredible, incredible light. Like designer, uh, but let's let's just talk about Dripfield because it closed set two, and of course it drip drop echoed into the encore. So, um, Joey, you first. Besides the lights, what do you think of that drip? I uh, I mean, I was just lost in a. Hey, I honestly like. I just remember it being like the highlight of the show for me. Even though if on paper you showed it to me. I would have been like, okay, closing with Dripfield and then like encoring with the Dripfield jam, like it probably was cool, but like being there in the moment, that was that was the highlight of the show for me. That's heat, dude. Yeah. No, it sounds yeah. excellent. Hundred percent. Um I, I Matt, go ahead. Well, my opinion about Dripfield? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude. What? I it was dripping. 
Like, it does. Like, it do be like that sometimes. It was, do it, do but that. It, it was like, uh, but like they they like ended it and they walked off for like seventeen seconds and then came right back on and continued yeah. the song. So it was like, yeah. I wonder, like, was there, like, some sort of politics involved? Like, they had to, like, leave and then come back? Or, like, what well, was up with that? <laughs> like, well, they had a hard cut at 10 Well, this band isn't great with time. And they are bad at time <laughs> management. Um, really, really, really <laughs> bad at time management. So I think um, we're really going to make uh, Lemonade, I guess, with uh, yeah, lack of But you of know time. what? Those drone jams, they did that at, um, in Charleston, I believe, when they – Walked off that encore and then came back and played Mag- uh, Magic Carpet Ride. And they let the drone jam go for like, you know, maybe like two minutes or something. It was fun. It was mad cool. Like, I like that they're, you know, playing with some of these toys now. Rick obviously applying a lot of effects, little things he has in front of him on stage now. And of course, Peter's always fucked around with that stuff too. So it's like they're just playing around with some, trying out some new things. And I do actually really quite like these drone jams that extend that song while they take a quick break and then come back out and rip something like it's a, it's a cool idea and a cool concept. And then, you know, I'd like to see them kind of expand on that a little bit, but I'm glad to hear them doing that with drip field is a good song for it because it's kind of a long song. So you can split yeah. it up like that and make it feel like two different, completely different sections. Did and uh, Peter's new synth is like my favorite thing about this band now like it really provides that like layer under the bands where they can like do a little roller coaster they can do like a little ebb and flow but like that lasting synth sound is just like always there yeah scott yep. i agree yeah yeah peter's got a couple different modes since that he's messing around with that i think he's gonna bring it on the road with them um oh, so we're nice. gonna sound 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 and a whole lot more sound um like sounds so drip field um I mean, just tremendous. The jam for the encore really just took it to another level. I happen to um, be next to our friend John Leibowitz for a lot of it, sweating aggressively. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, just absolutely incredible. Great way to, to, to wrap up two nights um, back at home, you know? And I, um, I don't know, I just, it was great to be there. Great to see everyone. Great, um, great to be back home. Yeah. So... That's was a great place. We've got a little bit more to go. Um, Matt, thank you for joining us. We've got to recap one more show, so we're not doing the giveaway quite yet. But I want you, one, to share some wisdom with our listeners. And two, tell our listeners where we can find you for some good wood work. Ooh. All right. I'm going to share some wisdom with our listeners. Um, the lyrics to Jive used to say right on through the Wiltonian Jive, and now yes. he never fucking says that anymore. Shout out to Wilton. <laughs> <clears throat> the Wiltonian Jive. Uh, yeah, we, it's never going to get, I don't know if he's ever going to say it. Right on he dropped, through. He dropped one last year, I'm pretty sure. Not sure Did what show, but he think it was one. Yeah, no, no, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't say it anymore. He just says right on through. Just right on through. No, I will sometimes you. shout at shout it in the crowd, but and I will too if I'm there. Uh, yeah, thank you. Man. Maybe it's up to us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you can find me. Uh, uh, this is my logo, Eyes of the Wood. Eyes of the Wood. Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Eyes of the Wood, not plural. Eyes of the Woods is a uh, game camera company. Uh, not for, the game you know, camera company, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So uh, just, uh, you know, wood. The wood guy. No <laughs> and uh, that'll be me. Come find me. Right Excellent. Um, Wait, one more question, Matt. Are you going to go to Eggy on Thursday? Garcia's? Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you there. Good. I'll, I'll definitely, I'm definitely planning on hitting it up. I think we're all going to try to get there. So. All right. Sweet, dude. Yeah. I'll see you there. All right, Matt. Thank you so much for joining. We appreciate you making us the sign. And yeah. love doing your work. Doing a sweet. As Scott says, you're the best. Love your work. Love you. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Love you guys. Thanks, all right, Adios, Matt. Thanks, man. Cheers. So thanks for coming, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Have thank you going, so man. much for joining. You the man. Sorry, I'm so hard to reach by text. Um, <laughs> before we move forward, let's do a giveaway to Eggie. Let's do a two-ticket <laughs> giveaway to Eggie at Garcia's Ooh, on Thursday night. This Thursday. Can I win? Because right. I don't have a ticket yet. In the comments, you can. Not all right. I'm ready. In the comments. <laughs> Um, in the comments, Eggy, this Thursday at Garcia's at the Capitol Theater in Port Chester, New York, in the evening. Tell me the date and the venue in the chat. Date and the venue of the first song, the first album that Eggy posted on Bandcamp. Date, venue, Bandcamp. Winner gets quick, swing man. fingers tickets and a quick little egg away, egg away giveaway. And they if you also, haven't checked out, check out the Nashville tapes for streaming uh, across yeah. all streaming platforms. Eggy's newest project, uh, Nashville tapes were tracked down in Nashville while they were on tour with Stafford. Um, you know, yeah. all that good stuff. Just to cover our bases. This show's June 2nd, this Thursday. Eggy uh, Garcia is not a goose podcast. Eggy Garcia is. They got a big Def Cat opening for them. And I don't know if anybody's heard of, um, but the doors are at seven. So check out that opener and then check out Eggy. I'm excited to see Eggy. I love that. And close to home, a full show. No one, none of this opener nonsense for uh, those boys. Um, and Garcia's dude, classic venue. God, I, I just love the cap and I love Garcia's and I always have. And again, like with Westville, definitely blessed to have some of these venues so close to home. So many cool venues. College Street Music Hall is great. Um, kind of, I think, believe that's run by the same people as Westville or, or some affiliation. Maybe I'm wrong. There could be. Um, Stella um, Blues, you know, Toad's Place, all these New Haven places. And then we got places in New York. It's just great. We've got a winner. Oh, we right. We have a winner. And I'm sorry, Josh England, not you, although you are correct. Show 9 8 2015 Pacific Standard Tavern in New Haven, Connecticut. Jonathan Leibowitz, oh, wow. you just won yourself two tickets to Eggy at Garcia's. Nice. All right, so let's yeah, How do we have that poll? We'll see you there. Yeah, what text. the hell, man? Um, so <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about Boston Calling. Yes. The show that none, none of us attended. No, uh, yeah. so yeah, I actually did so, listen to a little of it. I see we have notes on it. We're going to recap that. We're going to give away a sign. So you lost 10 listeners already because they wanted to win that sign and realized we're not giving it away yet. Oh. <laughs> All right. So Tricks I did get some notes from John Caruso of the Elegance Times. Oh, right. Uh, but before we move forward, we've got a question from Nas in D.C. Joy, what's the cat's name? Oh, Nas, what's up? Nas is one of my friends who let me stand in front of her on the rail for a good like five seconds till I felt guilty. Uh, this, is, this is this is hardly that... 
Harley likes to walk across my computer, and then Trip is the other cat who's sleeping right now. So yeah, I think we should introduce Trip to my cat Lucy. No, oh, a little uh, no. matchmaking. Uh, nah. um, all right, cool. matchmaking. so John Leibowitz, you got two tickets to Eggy. Let's go on to Boston right. Calling. Boston Calling. Yeah, what did well, Caruso um, say? Thank you to John Caruso for also streaming this Mel Goose and really doing all the work. Um, do you want me to just recap it right now? Yeah, we can. Yeah. I mean, I did listen to Born and Hunger. So I listened through uh, half of it up to, all the way through Arcadia. Okay, um, but d- John definitely does. has some nice notes here. He, he's a writer. So um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what he's got. Born was pretty standard, but well played. I agree. It was pretty standard. I think they kept it to about the album length, about no. five minutes. Right. Yeah, but I, uh, they had like there was no drum intro like there normally is. Like there's usually that drum intro that kind of sounds like it's oh. going to be uh, drive. But this oh, was okay. I think Rick started it off. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. So yeah, a little a little closer to the studio version. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Um, but then going to Hunger Site too, just like one two right off the album, which made yep. sense too. I think these are good songs to, to play at Boston Calling. Um, where you're reaching a different kind of wider audience there, um, maybe more palatable to the masses, if you will. But um, yeah, I would I play Born before Metallica as well. I I also love Hunger Sight, especially because I'm in the critically acclaimed music video for that. If anybody hasn't seen it, um, go on YouTube and watch. You know, you know who actor, else? Who- what, who a real actor? What he does? You know, and this is this is what he does. So um, I'm glad. You know who else? Was on the, in that video and got some stage time at, uh, at Westville. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got thrown off the stage by Coach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Not at all stage. Quality news three. Not at all stage. <laughs> like I was, you know, I saw Kirsten seeking an interview. I was like, Yo, Kirsten, man, mm. security here, man. But whatever, you know, inter- uh, interview was secured. Check out Quality News three for um, for a, a, a good solid. Yeah, that video is hilarious. It's one of the best field video reporters piece. I know. Yeah, one of the best field reporters it's I like, know. The like Anderson Cooper of Shakedown. If yeah, if you will, <laughs> if Ander- Anderson Cooper could strive to be a few of the things that Kirsten is. So, um, yeah, like Brian, maybe definitely. like Brian Williams. Who's the dude that yeah. like um, you well, know Brian, like well, basically just like bullshitted everyone? I think Brian Williams lied about like Moses' life or something. I yeah, be well. Let's I, talk about. However, yeah. I liked him. I yeah, liked yeah, his, too, yeah. uh, you know, right. I liked his delivery. I use that in the podcast a lot. But um, so <laughs> good back to John's my way into having a podcast. Yep. <laughs> so the hunger site. Anyway. I agree with him. He mentioned that there's a type one jam. It's kind of like they get into that after they play through the verses. They get into that pretty fast beat jam um but i did think this one was a bit a better a level up from the uh hunger site they played at sweetwater um which which had a decent jam i definitely think this one just had a little bit more structure to it and um and i I liked it a lot and i also liked you know john mentioned that it had kind of a, a welcome the delta sort of feel um which yeah i i could see that as well and then and then it really slowed down smoothly segued into Moby, uh, which was awesome. And you could hear the, the people in the crowd. People in the crowd loved Hunger Sight. When they started to play the opening notes of Hunger Sight, you could hear the crowd blow up. And then yeah. same Moby, obviously another fan favorite from Ted Tape. So definitely a good start. Great start for a festival. I have to say, though, that's like a little bit of an audacious move to play like the leading song from your instrumental album at Boston Calling. 
not to say that it didn't go over well. And, and according to um, Bruce, our Brian Williams, there was a audible crowd reaction. Um, but you know, like it's great. It's, it's excellent to know that a massive contingent of folks at Boston calling was able to respond to Moby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool because I mean, I don't know, even if you like music, it's just put, it's just a very cool vibe. You're not hearing all the time, but it's palatable. Um, exactly. I, I am one of the most, I have so much integrity, let's just say, um, I'm the only honest one really. But, um, besides that, uh, what were we talking about? Moby? So, oh, so Moby. The good thing about Moby too, Moby's short as well. So it was only a, a few minutes in length. Yeah. So that, that keeps it also digestible to everybody. Dave Strauss poses a really good question. Maybe y'all can answer that in the chat. Boston Calling Poll, the Reader's Poll, uh, was on boston.com slash the Boston Globe. Goose was the most wanted to see live act at 70% of all votes. Um, miles ahead of Metallica somehow. Did it feel that way on site? Interesting little vignette about that article is that when it was published, they did, um, they mentioned that all of the Goose's top songs were songs by the Belgian Goose. So that is Sunrise. Black gloves, another thing. So I just send a really strongly worded email as if I were Joey Breezy at La Quinta. Yeah. I'm just trying kicking the door. I was like, well, sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. Okay, no, please. That's, that's a publicist story. <laughs> well, we we get enough of those in here. <laughs> well, the, the Goose Crowd has swayed lists before. I don't know if you guys remember. The uh, greatest bands named after birds list on Ranker got thrown around the group. And apparently Goose is the greatest band ahead of the Eagles named after a bird. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, that's easy. Um, so I'm going to make sure they're not talking right. about the Belgian, Belgian Goose. Um, okay, so post-movie, post because I don't have the uh, you know gall to eat on the stream. Yeah, eat. we gotta eat. Um, okay, here's a good answer from John Caruso, who is actually responsible and knows things. Um, there were Sea of Metallica fans <laughs> on the green stage, and they had a pretty uh, solid amount of people out there. Said a lot of people reportedly left Weezer because of. Okay, well, um, so <laughs> I think uh, Weezer, like, no, Weezer's been around. Fuck that. Yeah, what's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they got? Well, check out this indie group band, dude. <laughs> all rock, all rocks. Yesterday's girls. <laughs> Um, um, we're post so, all wow. rock now. We're indie grooving here. <laughs> yes, we are indie grooving. But I would say that that Weezer's had some indie groove moments. <laughs> in the garage from the Blue Album, it's like the you know, shins yeah. meets like Peter's hand motions. Um, all right, so <laughs> Weezer's just no G goose. Uh, kind of. <laughs> yes, there we go. This is a, this a little is bit of wallflowers in there or something yes, like that. Absolutely. <laughs> like that. I'm Gin pretty sure there's some corny <laughs> shit. Peter is Rivers Cuomo reincarnated. So, hey, um, jealousy. I could see Peter whining that out, you know? But Joey wouldn't like it. Joey wouldn't like it. I'm just saying. Well, who's who's to say? <laughs> Real Street Music Festival in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> also had Weezer and Goose back to back, so crews know each other at this point now. I'm sure it's just like uh, looking in the mirror. Um, getting a sit in soon. <laughs> Slow Ready followed suit and was a new arrangement. Slow yeah, it's new like piano intro. I was ready. When I was listening, it, I, it did take me by surprise. I was like, this has to be the album version. It 
sounds like it would fit, you know, and then uh, just with the vibe of the songs that we've heard already released from the album, um, <laughs> except Arrow with car crashes and whatnot, but um, <laughs> it uh, it does sound, it sounds like it's got the same kind of vibe on as it does on Dripfield. So as the other songs on Dripfield, so it will be cool to see if that's actually the case. It definitely sounds like it. They've never played slow ready like that. Or if the I've album version will be fast, right? Like fast. Ready? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I, knows. Know I mean. knows. I'm yeah. so ready all day anyway. Though. Oh, okay. no. All right. Um, <laughs> so oh, Arcadia man. followed with a Dripfield esque intro. Yep. And Arcadia is where it kind of ran Some out. Arpeggiated type stuff. Bruce, mm. how's that Arcadia? I mean, you know, it's I would and I was thinking while I wrote this while I was listening, and what John wrote here was it otherwise, you know, had a Dripfield esque intro, but otherwise pretty standard version i mean dripfield esque in a way that a lot of their playing generally now feels like it's the same vibe that you're hearing on on the dripfield album that's probably on purpose in some ways um playing with that kind of vibe throughout all of their songs and you've heard heard a bunch of that in the winter tour um as well from certain shows um so it's something that they're going to be doing a little bit but at arcadia you know we've heard and I, you know, I don't want to say this like a snob, but I absolutely will. Um, we've heard so many good Arcadias. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but it's hard to find one that's, you know, it's got to be something now to be impressive. Kind of like Nine, even, 17, at the, 20. even at the that's mission dope. show. Yeah, that one's still incredible. But the even at the mission show that eleven the eleven twenty two last year. But that's that was nasty. Um, and, and you could tell, but it's still like when they started playing and I'm like, okay, I almost always want to test it, you know, to be like, okay, let's hear this, how this Arcadia goes, you know, and it's, you know, standard version. I thought it was kind of a standard version as well, but, um, unfortunately that's where I had to stop listening. Um, I did hear this white lights afterwards was good from some people online. Um, nice. That's yeah. Good. That's good. I saw yeah. with the picture they had like a Ferris wheel next to them. I wonder, like, it probably felt good with the lights of the Ferris wheel glowing up next to the stage. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I did have to ask some uh, good friends of the podcast for their thoughts on uh, Austin Carlin and some contributions they could make to our broadcast today because we're slacking. Um, yeah. And Matt Kalinske, another Matt, friend of the pod. <laughs> Blip it, man. Blip it, man. Uh, Arcadia <laughs> was Dirty Dusk Ferris Wheel vibes. Super high energy, lots of new faces. Take that with what you want. Um, yeah. But interesting comment from a man known for interesting comments. Mick Mac says the real fans <laughs> pee during Arcadia. My friend, <laughs> the answer to that would be the real fans pee on their, themselves. Um, so <laughs> Joey after, pees during Wisteria, yeah, by the no, way. God, yeah. We did cover I this. Can't <laughs> bad to hear the great beyond. All right, so um, close out the set with Silver Rising um, from the uh, Teen Wolf soundtrack and Hot Tea, the end of the weekend. Give the people what they want, a little festy tea, maybe a mushroom tea as well. Yeah, so honestly, for a festival set, um, personally thought it was was way better than Sweet Water. It was a shorter set, first of all. Much different time. They got a, they got a later slot. Um, but I think this was, a, this was a set that really... I think probably struck a good chord at Boston Calling. Um, like talked about a, a festival that definitely has a lot of mixed musical interest there. Um, and they played some popular stuff. They played Silver Rising, some of their indie stuff. Um, you know, they gave people what they wanted with Arcadia and Hot Tea. And I think that was a good set for sure. Um, definitely. Yeah, I think it really shows Goose's versatility, right? When the bands were coming. 
Start with Indy, end with Groove. Bam. Everybody's happy. Go, uh, go to Mattel. Bing, bang. That's <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. Right. So we did it. We successfully recapped everything in an hour and seven minutes. Um, just wait till we have five shows in a week. So we'll be back with yeah. a lot more Goose Day, Tuesday nighttime editions um, this summer. By a lot more, I mean only on Tuesdays. <laughs> only this summer. Not too many more. Don't worry. No. Yes. <laughs> only some more. We know that you've had enough of us. Um, so yeah. let's do a little giveaway. I think all that of giveaway. you probably know. We're doing this new sign created by Matt Perry. I that with Rosewood, sourced um, from a distant continent and made by hand, cut by jigsaw, covered in epoxy and ready to rumble for your wall at home. It was also worn at Westville on my neck. So I have a trivia question for y'all. All you have to do is drop an answer in the chat. So trivia question in the chat. What is the first song ever? I need the song and the date and the venue. Song and date and venue. Song, date, venue. First song, date, venue that Coach played Brainstick on stage with. Oh, your chance to win. The Goose. I think I know the answer. Well, I think you're ineligible for a victory. Very much so, Joey. No, nah, but I'm, I'm this is like the first trivia that I feel like I may know. That was just good because some of them are horrible. I, I don't. I have well, some of them are so de- Some of them predate me. Maybe yeah. this does, and I just don't know it. You can tell Greg prepared these questions tonight. I feel like <laughs> sometimes they're on off the off the fly. You know here. Wow! So, look at this comment. Date. Greg Eichler says lame. Mm. You're supposed to. Huh. S- that's not the winning answer. That's not the winning answer. Come on, bro. Come on, man. You're disrespecting <laughs> all of us when you say that. Um, all right. So we've got, I mean, Ooh. no right answers now. <laughs> I can hear our yeah. manager laughing from the other room. <laughs> um, your chance is there an answer win. that is potentially right, but just is missing information? There's answers oh. that there's an answer that has a right component. <laughs> oh, an answer that has a right component. Is so, it- is it? Uh, what was it? Can you rephrase your question? The first time Coach played Rainstick, Coach John Lombardi, the song, the venue, and the date. Coach John Lombardi. Yeah, has been just the first time he played Rainstick. First time he played Rainstick with the band. <laughs> but what's the song? What's the venue at? And what's song the venue? Okay. I mean, I think, All right. I think it's the only right. time that they played that song. Because they were, there's really? a certain, there's it a was, certain. It was the song debut for sure. Oh. Ah, that's not what I, I was know. thinking then. It was Coach in the Library with the rain oh, stick. With the rain no. stick, yeah. <laughs> it was actually, yeah. It was Coach in the Lounge you, with you want Candelabra. Song, date, Venue. This is and a you hard know what? One. If we don't get an answer, then they're gonna have to do it by email, or Joey oh gets sign. Yeah, I know yeah, that I think I know that there's people that are on in the chat right now that were at the show. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Uh, that's that's a lot of. Weed. Uh, <laughs> oh well, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not necessarily. Not you guys, like our listeners. Oh, well, listen to the ad reads. Bruce cuts his weed. Let's see Speaking of ad reads, y'all better drink some of this coffee. <laughs> after a nice cu- after a nice cup of cold brew from Grady's. Grady's. Start day off strong, baby. Grady's. Use the code word beyond and get yourself <laughs> some coffee. That's it. Brew, you're going cold yeah. brew at home. Dave uh, Strauss says bingo toward June 19th is the internet. Two things are all of that's incorrect. I don't know what is the internet means, but <laughs> what I can say is that if that's what it says online, oh, that's not true. Um, but it did happen. You guys got to think back. Should I give another? Is give the another, internet? Should I give another clue? Wait, uh, maybe can not. I ask a question and you say yes or no? Oh, the internet. Like bingo. No, that Dave Strauss, I get it now. Sorry about that, man. Oh, my God. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cyber bully. Um, okay, so should I give a clue? Yeah. Oh, get cyber bully. Yeah. Sorry, Wait, can I? Yeah, we, we need every listener. Can we ask questions and you just say yes or no? No, no, no. This is not a giveaway for you. Nope, Daniel no, Ralph. Uh, nobody's uh, got it yet. I'm not giving like, not like, not like <laughs> oh, hardcore. Oh, okay, can you like, ask me questions? Like 20 yeah. questions. Yeah. Yes. That's, but that's um, You already asked me one. All right. Um, so, I don't know. Was it in Connecticut? Nah, man. Come on, dog. Okay. All right. That that that's because there's a lot of. Uh, was it at know. the La Quinta? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, okay. Add that out on the actual release. So, um, let's um, <laughs> couple salad beers. Um, all right. Because I was thinking, I was thinking something from Bingo Tour, but if it's not Connecticut, then here's a clue. Think basketball. Ah. Oh, I see. <laughs> I, I don't know what song it was, though. I know. I'm trying to think that myself, Joey. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna. Let's take a look. See, Craig, knowing knowing the rain stick guy, he probably didn't put it in the. <laughs> no, it's in there. No, it's in there. Oh, it's in there. It's wow. in there. Think basketball. It's in there. Yeah. Wow, Think I can't believe basketball. nobody's getting this. Playing basketball. Playing basketball. Mm-hmm. NBA Finals on ABC this Thursday. I don't know. Well, oh, yeah, really. First, the Warriors. Come on, y'all. Oh, Warriors are awesome. Come on, come on. <laughs> this is going to be the most hilarious episode to listen back to. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. Mean, uh, we somebody's got to win this Black Goose line. It's sick. I, I like, did see it in person. Yeah. It's sick. Um, oh no, I didn't. I saw it in pictures though. But it's awesome. I know Matt was uh, has been talking about making this. <laughs> We're going to have to bring it, bring it in the thirds. Yeah. Split it what is us. What if Matt guessed it? Boom! We've got oh, us get it. There you go. Now oh, we were laying it on dick. Washington, D.C. Love Me Sexy, Halloween 2019. 
Mercury Lounge, all in one comment. That's what we like to see. <laughs> yeah, Nas, Nas just killed it. Send me your address. You know where to find me. You want a goose sign. We don't even have we don't even have those. Yeah. Hey man, no. you got six hours. <laughs> that runs. Um, got six was... hours to go because yeah. we can use some behind us. Uh, I'm just kidding. Thank you for making that for us. Nas, you are the winner. Love me sexy Halloween 2019 Mercury Lounge. The semi-pro Halloween Jackie Moon was the huh. that was, yeah, that was that the, was the, that was the opener too. I didn't realize Coach yeah. played rain stick on that. I forgot all about it. Definitely, but yeah. How do they Congrats. fit him on stage? Oh, a, tiniest yikes. little stage, but they didn't yeah. have Jeff then, so yeah, even true. They didn't, yeah, they could make a little more space. So, and you know, John, he played, he played blacks. Maybe handle it. He could fit. Let's in there. wrap it up. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what were you gonna say? So we'll be back next week. We're gonna <laughs> recap. Uh, we're gonna recap the the upcoming shows. Um, and we said we'll be here Tuesdays live during tour with a bunch of fun, bunch of giveaways, um, and the three of us for what it's worth. So um, tune in <laughs> next week. Could be worse, I guess. There, we have, do we have one next week? Um, uh, we'll pr- we'll uh, probably do a recorded shows. episode next shows week. Between now and then, we gotta have some sort of episode. If well, Sars, plays yeah. between now and then, Cyrus is well, demanding work from us. <laughs> they are they are playing CBS this morning on Saturday, right? Nope, they're not. No, um, is that next Saturday? They will soon. By the end of June. Wow. Okay. Just, never mind. Oops. Just stay tuned, um, everybody. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up here. So thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back when Goose plays. Um, check it out though next week. We got a live, an unlive, a studio episode coming. We've got a whole lot of really good guests coming for studio episodes this studio. summer. So please, please, please bear with us as we get through our personal strife. Uh, and Bruce, leave them with some wisdom. I can't. I feel sorry for all of you, but thank you for joining us tonight. <laughs> and I'm glad somebody won these prizes because um, they're pretty sick. Uh, and like Greg said, just make sure to check out our studio episode next week. Stay tuned for these more these live streams. Fun hanging with all of y'all. And we'll try to do a better job letting people know about it <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Joey, do you want to say anything? I was, you know. Uh, Greg's got it right. How about them Yankees? Yeah. No, so Yankees? there's something about second best record something about in the these crowds. It's like I was talking to Kieran. Kieran's a big Mets fan, and you know we we talk some smack every once in a while. Goose concerts are now like a safe haven for Mets fans to, you know, wear their gear, yeah, be themselves. I don't know how I feel. So about you know, that. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Mixed feelings, but yeah, you know, whatever. That Goose really trip, that, uh, that after I turn this They off. need somewhere to go, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they they won some games so far. We'll see what happens at the end of the season. Yeah, I'll see the All Star. Thanks break. to our guest Matt Perry for joining us. Thank you to all of us for for all of us, all of you, all of us. <laughs> not today. Uh, for sticking <laughs> with us, love you guys all. Miss you dearly. See you at shows. Um, have Bruce on the back and represent. Bye. Later, Bye. everyone. Down the pathway to the the great beyond.
Osiris. <laughs> <laughs>